Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Bill Handel, on demand from KFI AM 640. It's not for everyone. Tell your doctor right away about any serious allergic reaction that causes swelling or affects breathing or skin or changes in eyesight, including blurry vision or muscle pain with fever or tired feeling. You should not drive or operate machinery until you know how Bill Handel affects you. And now, here's Bill Handel. KFI AM 640. Bill Handel here. It is... A Wednesday morning, June 21, uh, summer solstice. Uh, we're on demand anytime, uh, anywhere. If you've missed any part of this show or any show here on KFI, just go to the iHeartRadio app and you can listen uh, anytime on demand. And uh, so that makes it easier for people if you missed uh, a segment or two. And uh, I want to talk about Hunter Biden because yesterday, uh, a deal was reached uh, between Hunter Biden and the feds. Uh, Biden agreed with the Justice Department uh, uh, to plead guilty to two misdemeanor tax charges uh, and accept terms that would allow him to avoid prosecution on a separate gun charge. That could have given him prison. And on that charge, the Department of Justice, the prosecutors said, we are not going to give you prison. What we're going to do is uh, give you probation and a couple of other things. Uh, you um, obviously have to pay back taxes, uh, which uh, I think he paid $100,000 over two years. And uh, he is uh, going to, uh, as I said, be sentenced to probation and he'll never be able to own a gun again. The politics of this is simply extraordinary because, as you can imagine, uh, the Republicans exploded over this. First of all, let's talk about the charges themselves. From what I understand and the information that I'm getting, the uh, these kinds of charges in the vast majority of cases end up with this kind of punishment. This is not unusual at all uh, as far as a negotiated plea with someone who has uh, committed these kinds of crimes. Uh, The Republicans are screaming that this is a sweetheart deal, that he should have gone to prison for years. Uh, Trump has said, well, of course, Trump has said uh, he has said, uh, and I quote, the corrupt Biden DOJ just cleared up hundreds of years of criminal liability by giving Hunter Biden a mere traffic ticket. So according to Trump, uh, Biden should have gotten uh, hundreds of years in prison for uh, not paying taxes for two years, which he paid back. By the way, that is a violation. I have no problem. And the gun. And let me tell you about the gun violation. He owned a gun while he was higher than a kite on drugs in the middle of a cocaine addiction, and that is illegal. Based on those three, 
uh, Trump has said hundreds of years in jail he should have gotten. There's an article that I just read about, uh, and this is in The Guardian, uh, and that's a British newspaper, uh, saying, do you think the Republicans have overreached on this one just a little bit? in saying he should have gone to jail, this is a sweetheart deal. Now, a couple things. Uh, Number one, I'm okay uh, with this sentencing, if it's in line with everybody else. Uh, What the DOJ did is investigate his connection, Biden's connection to Ukraine, Hunter Biden's connection to Ukraine. Uh, He had this sweetheart job at half a million dollars a year with Burisma, which is the national gas company over there. Uh, And it stunk to high heaven. Now, the DOJ investigated this, but there was no crime. They couldn't find a crime because it fell through the cracks. There should be a law that says that a family member cannot reach out and start or engage in businesses. Get hired, that's fine, but it stinks to high heaven. I think there's a conflict all over the place. And if I had my druthers, I would have nailed Hunter for that, taking advantage of his connection to his dad. So, and the Republicans are arguing the same thing, and rightly so. Oh, by the way, how about Ivanka? With all of her dealings with China, that she made millions of dollars when China gave her exclusive rights to her purses and her makeup, that you never hear mentioned. Ivanka is fine to deal with Chinese government, with the Chinese government. That's not an issue. Hunter should go to jail for hundreds of years for dealing with Ukrainian, uh, the Ukrainian government. And by the way, this also had to do uh, the first impeachment, if you remember that, uh, with former President Trump, had to deal with him trying to get the Ukrainian government uh, information on Biden, on the president, uh, where the president asked for interference. And it was just, uh, it was a mess. By the way, nothing came out of it uh, because there was nothing that was untoward. There was no crime. And uh, that's simply the way it worked. And the impe- the impeachment came down. Uh, there's going to be, a, by the way, there are plenty of, uh, uh, there are plenty of committees, uh, Republican-controlled uh, Congress that are looking at the impeachment of uh, Joe Biden. Plenty of those. Uh, they just don't have enough votes where the Democrats had enough votes to impeach uh, the former president. And then the other argument is where, uh, the selective uh, the selective prosecution argument made by Republicans with Hunter Biden uh, is look at what the government did with Hunter Biden versus what the government is doing for President Trump, charging him with all of these uh, criminal violations, uh, the national security issues, the not turning over the documents. They're comparing the two. There is no difference as far as the Republicans are concerned. One, the government is going crazy. The other one, they're letting, uh, they're letting Biden go. And as far as the Republicans are concerned, there is no difference whatsoever. This is the reality that happens. It's a parallel universe that's going on, the way the two different parties are looking at life. President Trump accused of keeping secrets, hiding secrets, national security secrets, lying about having them, admitting he lied about it, is uh, basically the same as Hunter Biden not paying taxes for two years. Uh, And and by the way, that's serious. I don't have a problem nailing them, uh, nailing him for that, paying him back. Okay, so that helps. And then having a gun 
while he was in the middle of a drug addiction issue relating back to 2015 when he lost his brother uh, Bo of, uh, of cancer of the brain, brain cancer. So uh, it's just... It just goes on and on and on. The Guardian's uh, argument, and this is an article saying uh, the Republican Party has gone through so many wild allegations against, quote, the Biden crime family is uh, how it's being discussed that, you know what, it's obviously the uh, Trump supporters are going to say that. Uh, totally agree with President Trump that Biden should have gotten 200 years uh, for doing what he did. I grant that. A lot of believers. But then you have that whole independent group. You know, you know. at some point, do you simply say, uh, you know, I mean, there is a difference. And what makes me look at uh, the Biden situation as okay is that's what the Department of Justice does under these circumstances. There is nothing different. As far as former President Trump is concerned, you think there's something different about what's going on? Now, uh, I want to go to corruption at L.A. City Council, and L.A. City Council is just a delightful place. I mean, it is and has been ridden with corruption. I mean, Englander uh, went to prison, I think, uh, Huizar prison. Mark Ridley Thomas uh, has been convicted of several felony counts. Uh, and now we have a new one. And um, that is uh, my great friend, council member Curran Price. Now, we talked about him uh, a little bit earlier. And so he was president pro tem uh, or pro, pro tempore, pro tem of uh, the city council, number two position in city council, pretty powerful position. First of all, let's talk about LA City Council to begin with. Most cities around the United States have a mayor and a city council, the mayor being basically the one who runs the city, and the city council usually rubber stamps whatever the mayor says. Not in this case. L.A. City Council is probably the most powerful city council in the country, certainly of major cities. So when you talk about corruption amongst uh, city council members, uh, that is no small deal. So Curran Price stepped down last week after being charged with perjury, failing to disclose his wife's business dealings with developer uh, whose project he voted on. She was a consultant to those developers and he voted yes to their projects. Also accused of embezzling city funds. Now, not stealing money from the city per se, but uh, spousal health benefits go to spouses. You gotta be married to pull spousal health benefits. They were not legally married. I don't think that's that big a deal. I mean, I could argue that was sort of kind of mistake. Maybe that fell through the cracks. Hey, she was my wife in name. I was living with her. I mean, come on, guys. But voting on projects, again, the city council has extraordinary powers, I told you. Voting on projects in which his wife uh, was a consultant and received money by those developers. Uh, yeah, and then lying about it. Now, that is no small deal, not at all. And here it is where you have politicians circling the wagons. So uh, the new city council uh, now has a new president pro tem, uh, council member uh, Marquise 
Harris, uh, Harris Dawson is the next uh, president pro tem. And the fun part of this, if you want to call it fun, uh, you don't have city council people now screaming about one of their own members being charged. I mean, the most you've gotten is Harris Dawson, who is now the new president pro tem, uh, has called the situation with the current price unsettling. That's it. That's what we're getting. It's unsettling. And the case has left him uh, and other members of the council scratching their heads. And uh, he said, it's just unclear. I've not seen a felony charge for this type of activity. I've seen ethics violations for this type of activity. And so the argument is that this is not a criminal violation, perjury, for example. Uh, it's an ethics violation. And now you've got people at City Hall uh, beginning to question whether Price's action even warrant these charges. Whoa, 10 felony counts, perjury, embezzlement, violation of the conflict of interest law. Uh, a lot of it focusing, as I said, on the uh, uh, on the affordable housing projects uh, that current price voted on, saying yes, that employed uh, his wife as a consultant. A spokesperson for the DA's office, George Gascon, said, hey, uh, when these cases uh, warrant felony charges, that's what we do. Um, now, he went on to say that if the DA's office found that these were violations of just civil law, which I don't see how they possibly could be, come on, guys. Price uh, had previously called the charges unwarranted, but when asked to refute them, eh, he's not saying much. Uh, Harris Dawson uh, is also a member of the Council Rules Committee, so he is going to decide with the other members of the committee whether or not to suspend Price, and that is going to be, that hearing is going to be held on Friday. By the way, Harris Dawson declined whether he thinks Price should be suspended at all. Now, you know, this really gets kind of crazy. Look at the names. You've got Mitch Englander, prison, uh, or at least probation. Uh, you have uh, Wizar, prison. Uh, you have Mark Ridley Thomas convicted of uh, felonies. And, I mean, this whole thing, you know the part that bothers me, that really bothers me, is whenever uh, anybody uh, of your party, or in this case of uh, your uh, council district or your council, uh, is accused of anything, you just circle the wagons. Just circle the wagons. You know, for example, in the case of Donald Trump, you circle the wagons. He's done nothing wrong. In the case of uh, Joe Biden, uh, Hunter Biden didn't do much wrong. Uh, it really doesn't stink what he did with Burisma, and it really doesn't stink using his dad's name uh, to further his financial life. You know, if that isn't a conflict of interest, I don't know what is. Now, when it comes to current price, that one's pretty clear. You want a project in my district, you hire my wife, or you've already hired my wife, and I'm going to vote yes. You tell me if uh, that is not a violation, and, and that is a civil violation, which is what they're pushing. Uh, I, I don't think so. All right, let's uh, move on to uh, what's going on at the border. Now, keep in mind that 
Uh, the uh, border issue has not gone away, not for years and years. Uh, you had Obama, and it was assumed that he was uh, loves immigrants coming into the country, illegal immigrants. He deported more people than any other president in history. Maybe down to Dwight Eisenhower days when a couple of million were deported. Okay, we're going back, I don't know, 50, 60 years. Uh, and then you had uh, President Trump who invoked Title 42 uh, during covid to keep out uh, illegal immigrants based on national security, based on the fear that the migrants were gonna bring in COVID. Then that ends, Title 42 ended, I think, uh, early May. And the fear was that now we're gonna have uh, the illegal migrants coming in en masse because there's the Biden administration and the philosophy is, it's a liberal administration, you open up your arms, uh, send me, you're poor, you're wretched. Uh, you know, if you go to the Emma, uh, Emma Lazar, uh, Lazarus poem at the bottom of the, uh, of the uh, Statue of Liberty, it's basically let everybody in. Well, that's not true. It's turning out that the Biden administration is putting in some real restrictions. And this new policy has dramatically lowered the percentage of migrants at the southern border who are trying to apply for asylum and can't because the administration will not let them do so. And the argument is, and it's legitimate, without these new limits, uh, border crossings would simply overwhelm local towns and resources. You have DeSantis, you have Abbott of uh, Texas saying it's out of control. The Biden administration is really controlling it. So as you imagine DeSantis uh, flying people into various cities, sending buses full of migrants, it's a political stunt. It really is. And Abbott being part and parcel of that the reality is uh, that uh, the Biden administration has really clamped down on immigrants coming in seeking asylum. Now, as far as the number that are coming in in general, it's still pretty, it's low, it's down. You don't see huge numbers. So let's talk about the asylum seekers, because that's the, the big political issue here. The number of single adult migrants able to pass initial screenings at the border has dropped in half. Since the expiration of Title 42, which allowed border agents, if you remember, could, could turn uh, back migrants immediately without even offering them access to asylum, those numbers of immigrants that are still allowed to ask for asylum is way down. And the Biden administration is saying, look, it's working. We're not opening up the borders. We're closing the borders. So immigrant advocates and legal groups, of course, are blasting Biden. Here's this great liberal president and he is nailing migrants and simply saying, we don't want you. We're gonna make it as difficult for you as possible and advocates and legal groups are going crazy. These are people that you would normally think uh, back up a, uh, a democratic liberal administration and they're saying it's basically the same Trump era, uh, era effort. It's title 42 all over again. So the ACLU, ACLU and other groups have gone into court to try to block it. We'll see what happens. 
And what's going on is that the migrants are forced, the attentive, the putative migrants who want to come over, are forced to pass a higher standard of screening. That's it. 46% were forced to go through this new approach, higher standard of clearance or established exception to the rule, like medical emergency. Those are down too. And now those left will have a chance to seek asylum. The few who do get past the new rule, incidentally, will probably not succeed in getting asylum in general. Uh, they'll go in front of immigration court, and uh, it's just not going to be easy. It never is. The DHS uh, estimates, Department of Homeland Security estimates there's 104,000 migrants in Mex Mexico, and they're waiting to see what's going on, like they were waiting to see what happens at the end of Title 42, and we were told they're going to rush in mass to the United States, hundreds, millions. Well, it never happened. And here are the rules that anybody going through a third country, in other words, you're coming from Central America and you go through Mexico, must ask Mexico for asylum and be turned down and then try to enter the United States, which cuts way down the number of migrants. Basically, Venezuelan, Honduras, Guatemalans are cut out completely. And the administration is saying we have to do that so uh, case in point, I mean, I don't mind legitimate attacks on the Biden administration in terms of being pro-union if you're anti-union legitimate. OK, uh, the Biden administration is too pro-union. Uh, the Biden administration uh, backing up, for example, uh, reproductive rights. If you're against that legitimate uh, complaint and concern about the Biden administration and what it's doing. Taxation. You know, the wealthy have to pay their fair share. I have no idea what their fair share is. It almost doesn't seem to matter how much the wealthy are taxed. It's never uh, their fair share. There's always more. Go ahead and attack the administration on that one. But when it comes to immigration and attacking the, immigra uh, attacking the Department of Homeless, Homeland Security, and uh, the Biden administration arguing we're sitting there with open or they're sitting there with open arms saying to uh, migrants, come on in. This is America. We want you here. Uh, that's just not true. That's just not true. The Biden administration is making it more difficult. And here's a quick one for you. Do you know that immigration judges aren't judges? They are not in, this is not an independent judiciary. They work for the government. They are government employees. Not, it's not the third branch of government, independent branches, uh, the executive, uh, the legislative, and uh, the uh, judiciary. All of them separated. Not in this case. When it comes to immigration judges, it's all part of the executive. Same thing with the SEC, by the way. Uh, the uh, the courts that uh, determine uh, whether or not there's violation of SEC rules and uh, up and and someone uh, appeals a decision goes in front of quote a judge, not a judge, an employee of the SEC. All right, let's take you to the store. I go to the supermarket. Uh, I don't know a couple of times a week because I do the shopping, and this is not Costco. Costco is to me. I go there whenever I'm upset. Costco is therapy for me. Now, shopping is going to the supermarket. And I want to bring you back to the days when you would go to the supermarket 
And the only thing that was behind either glass, these glass cabinets or a metal screen were cigarettes. And that came about, I don't know, 25 years ago, 20 years ago, where uh, instead of having the cigarettes out, uh, they would go behind that screen and they'd be locked up and you'd have to ask for them because they're very valuable relative to the size. Now, go today. And what are you going to see locked up? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I went to get some razor blades. And so I go to the section, you know, the men's section or whatever it is, the deodorants, et cetera. And uh, they're the razor blades I want. Hey, that's great. Uh, that's great. Except I can't get them. Except they're locked. And the only way to get them is they have to call a store clerk. Right? Uh, we need someone on section eight. Section eight, please. And you wait for 15 minutes to get razor blades or deodorant now, or detergent. I mean, it's gonna come to the point where everything is uh, behind some kind of security gate or screen or cabinet. So what's going on with that? Why do they do that? Well, because theft has gone crazy and it's not just shoplifting, it used to be shoplifters. And there's always been an issue of in-store uh, crime where uh, a huge uh, amount of money lost because of employees and because of shoplifters. Well, it, it's changed. Now there is organized crime. So the Attorney General of California, Rob Bonta, just announced yesterday a new partnership between the Justice Department of California and a dozen retailers and online marketplaces to crack down on the organized retail crime. Target, Albertsons, Amazons have signed this pledge. And what, what do they do? Well, uh, they're increasing information sharing between law enforcement and retailers and talking about just information what's being what's being stolen how it's being stolen when it's being stolen video sharing i mean all of it and it establishes specific commitments for the brick and mortar stores maintaining records of the incidents filing police reports training personnel among other things and there's a new online portal justice department set up members of the public can submit complaints and tips about crimes they have witnessed. And it's targeting retail organized crime, not shoplifting, not employee theft or fraud. And uh, that, that makes up a big part of it, but that's always been there. Now we have a, a new kind of crime and that's organized crime that go in there and steal this stuff. Now, it's not even about the occasional uh, smash and grab, uh, Bonta said. This is about a billion, a multi-billion dollar criminal enterprises complex, orchestrated, incredibly organized. And uh, retail theft, especially on this level, has uh, been getting more and more attention. Uh, because, well, for one thing, uh, up to $1,000, uh, that's not uh, a felony if you steal it, if you shoplift it. Also, because of uh, the new philosophy that somehow, and this is California, uh, criminals are not really criminals. It's society that's causing criminal activity. And what we have to do is bring these criminals back to society. Prison is out of the question. Uh, we have to simply be more liberal. Now, if I were a legislator, 
Uh, anything over $1,000 stolen for us from a store, uh, I would push for the death penalty. That lowers the incidence of theft. If people know they're going to go into, uh, if they're going to go into the chamber and get killed, okay, uh, maybe that lowers. Well, okay, it's a little bit too much, but I think we have to go the other way. Uh, and who's against this? Of course, uh, the uh, liberal contingency saying we have to look at it in a whole different way. And retailers have used consumer fears to justify discriminatory policies and increase policing at a store. Why? Because those areas uh, that are in poorer neighborhoods have increased security and making it harder for people to steal because you have to be fair. So you go to Beverly Hills, uh, the security is not nearly as much as other places in Southern California where the crime rate is higher. Uh, that is racism. It may be reality, but it's racism. So uh, there's a, a new sheriff in town. Well, actually, it's the same sheriff in town. It's just looking at theft and organized theft in a much different way. It's new. And how do we deal with it? Well, we get more liberal. That's what we do. Coming up. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, that submersible and uh, the company OceanGate and the catastrophic problems and the Titanic mission and what's going on right now. This is KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You've been listening to The Bill Handel Show. Catch my show Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. and anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.